Global Spotlight. New tonight on our news live at 7. The U.S. Embassy's recent security alert fuels international concerns over local crime rates. The nation's leader weighs in as a U.K. diplomat defends against negative publicity. Plus, an MP's corruption trial unfolds in the High Court. A witness testifies on daily decision-making during his tenure as chairman of the state-run water company. And in the pipeline, Arawaki set for transformation as a contract signed today for sewer system and water supply upgrades. Then in our news at 7.30, he was my all. A grieving mother breaks her silence on the murder of her son days after the tragic incident near their home. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Knowles. The United States Embassy's security alert grabbing international headlines as major networks and a British tabloid focusing on the country's crime issues. Joshua Williams gets us started tonight with commentary from the nation's leader and a UK diplomat about the bad press. The U.S. Department of State issuing a level two advisory warning Americans about traveling to the Bahamas after an uptick in violent crime. That was just one of several news stories carried on major news networks like NBC Nightly News and South Florida's WSVN 7 News. The U.S. Department of State issuing a level two advisory on Friday, urging its citizens to exercise increased caution as a result of a crime uptick. It also came days after the U.S. Embassy in Nassau issued a security alert, highlighting murders and gang violence that have rocked the nation. This morning, Prime Minister Philip Davis expressed disappointment in how the message was communicated. I would have wished that they did not put it the way they did, but how could I stop them from doing it? Sometimes these, the message, the way it's couched, uh, sends shockwaves amongst our citizenry, but they need not to worry. The Prime Minister adding the U.S. is doing what any country would. Travel alerts are subjective to the country that issue. We issue travel alerts as well, warning our citizens about countries where we feel that they could be at danger, be, be at risk. And the, and, it, and the advisory is primarily just to be careful with, about, about your surroundings. Each country has the duty to tell their, children, their, their, their citizens about, about matters that are of concern to them. Director for Communications in the office of the Prime Minister, Latre Ramming, also calling out the Daily Mail for an article falsely attributing an incident to the Bahamas that happened in Trinidad and Tobago. We believe that that in itself would have probably contributed to the spiral of news that's now circling globally. Uh, the uh, Office of the Prime Minister is working along with all our stakeholders, both uh, domestically and internationally, to ensure that uh, we have the right message uh, for the Bahamas. The British High Commission in Nassau is also expressing concern. Despite this, British High Commissioner to the Bahamas, Tom Hartley, says the country is still an ideal place to visit. We think if tourists can make the sensible precautions they do in any major city, that they will uh, mostly have a, a safe trip to, uh, to the Bahamas like they would do in, in any country. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks a lot for that, Josh. If you want to see that story again, head over to ournews.bs. Adrian Gibson, the former executive chairman of Water and Sewage Corporation, was involved in the organization's day-to-day decision-making. A Supreme Court jury heard as much today. Gibson, the Free National Movement MP for Long Island, is accused of illegally receiving $1.25 million from contracts awarded by the corporation during his tenure as chairman. According to prosecution witness Menez Cargill Sherman, Gibson's conduct as executive chairman was a departure from the norm. 
Cargo Sherman has previously testified Gibson directed maintenance contracts be awarded to new vendors. She also testified that she was reassigned to another department by then-general manager Elwood Donaldson Jr. after she refused to pay the new vendors. Gibson is on trial alongside Donaldson, his cousin Roche, Jerome Mizek, Peaches Farkerson, and Joan Knowles. And police are investigating two separate alleged sexual assaults. The victims, a 30-year-old and an 81-year-old woman, were on Paradise Island. Police say in the first incident, the 30-year-old Mexican woman was walking on Casino Drive around 2.30 a.m. Saturday when an unknown man, armed with a knife, approached her. The suspect, police say, forced her into his vehicle and sexually assaulted her. The second incident, happening at a resort on Sunday night involving an 81-year-old Canadian woman. Police are questioning a 61-year-old Canadian man in connection with that incident. Major improvements in the pipeline for Arawaki as a contract signed with the Ministry of Agriculture and Marine Resources today for the upgrade of the area's sewer system and main water supplies. Minister Jomo Campbell sharing why the project is pivotal. This project, which will be carried out by the Water and Sewage Corporation, will consist of replacing all vendor four in Schedule 35 pipes of sewer laterals tied into the sewer system. The approximately 550 feet of existing eight in Schedule 35 PVC pipe gravity main will be replaced with a 550-foot, 10-inch Schedule 35 PVC pipe. Now, the improvement project is expected to begin in the coming week. WSC Deputy General Manager Cyprian Gibson says it's slated to cost $134,000. It will play a pivotal role in improving service quality and reliability to our customers, especially locals, as well as the increasing tourist demand that is placed on the key. All right, we've got much more to get to tonight. But for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is in the Weather Center. Greg, I'm seeing 68 on the screen. I saw 66 a minute ago on my phone. And, and then I understand that we're supposed to get down to 64. Is it, is it more than that? I know you yes, were... Chilly tonight. When you wake up in the morning, Ooh. you're probably going to need some sweaters. <laughs> Actually, you need sweaters now. Sure. Mind you, is. I felt when the breeze shifted early this morning, I had to get up and close the windows down. But yeah, yeah. I when I saw 66, I thought, gee, this is... Yeah, <laughs> well, this, this is, this, this this is going to be an extended period. Uh, there's another, well, reinforcing shot of cool air. We call it reinforcing fun coming on Wednesday. Sure. So, sweaters, maybe some blankets. All right. And as Nate would like to say, fluff. <laughs> yeah, fluff weather. 68 degrees outside right now, a few clouds, and it is breezy. The breeze is making it feel a lot cooler. It feels like 60 out there. Winds out of the north, northwest at 14 miles per hour. Temperatures around the islands right now, it is a very cool 63 in Freeport. And believe me, with the winds blowing, it's feeling a lot cooler than that. I think the 73 over in Marshall, but should be 63. 64 in Ab uh, Alistair, Bimini. Great Abaki, 67. 66 in Nicholstown, Andros here in the capital, 68. Governor Saba, you guys on the far east, eastern side, you kind of warm. 75 degrees. Central Bahamas, 74. Kemp's Bay, Arthurstown, Cat Island, Georgetown, you kind of warm. 78. 70 in Copentown, San Salvador, 73. Deadman's Key, Southeast Bahamas, 74. Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Delectable Bay, 
over in Providential, let me pick up 75s in Abrams being Matthew Danny Nagua. Duncan down Ragged Island, you guys currently are 76 at this hour. Frontal boundary raced through the uh, northwest and central Bahamas early today. It's really now across the Inagua, Turks and Caicos Islands. Not much weather associated with it, but that cool air mass behind is pouring across our area, so we're going to continue to see those temperatures fall off tonight. Looking at some low 60s for most of the island chain, upper northern islands, you guys are probably going to get close to 50. It's 8, 59, maybe even a 60. And we are expected this extended period through the next several days. So prepare for it. Nice cooler temperatures expected. That's your first look of weather. Stick with us. So look at the extended forecast of Silicon. Still to come on our news, BTVI takes strides towards sustainability with the launch of an alternative energy training program. Prime Minister Davis emphasizing its key role in energy transformation. Plus, Rotary International, Toastmasters, and Org collaborate for the second Rotary Debate Competition. Interact students to tackle finance, climate change, and crime for prizes. When our news returns. As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground Beef, 1 pound, 3.99. Beef Short Ribs, 4.99 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Frustrated workers at the University of the Bahamas demonstrating this morning expressing outrage over what they say are long overdue salary increases. It all went down as the prime minister was inside the Harry Seymour Library addressing officials on the university's 50-year celebrations. Bethany McDermott has the details. The Bahamas Public Services Union taking their outrage to the front of the University of the Bahamas as they say they have not received any salary increases in the past three agreements. Union leader Kimsley Ferguson says they're being treated like second-class citizens. To make matters worse, he claims the union reached out to officials at the university and got no response. To compound the situation, we have signed industrial agreements that would have addressed this issue from 2007 to current date. Ferguson expressed disappointment that things had to get to this point. The union's actions coincided with the launch of the university's 50-year anniversary celebrations. The ceremony got underway at 11 a.m. The group marched over to the venue, making their presence known. The plan was to get a word with the Prime Minister once the event ended, but that didn't happen. The PM was whisked away before being confronted by the union. It adds to the disappointment and creates even a greater concern that the issues will be addressed. And so it means that we must take our agitation 
to another level. It appears as if when it comes to the Bahamas Public Services Union, people seem to take our union for low fence. Free National Movement leader Michael Pintard came out to hear the union's concerns and committed to mentioning the issues to officials. Meanwhile, UB Interim President Janine Hodder says the plan was to have a meeting with the union today at 2 p.m. The salary we use intended to cover all members of all bargaining units. We agree that it's an important thing that needs to be done. We're looking at the mechanism by which we will do that, and that's what I hope to discuss this afternoon. So we respect all of our unions, and we want to do a fair and good salary review to the best of our ability. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right. Thanks for that, Berthony. As environmental concerns mount, the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute launching an alternative energy training program. The focus is on installation and maintenance of solar systems. Prime Minister Philip Davis, who was on hand for the launch, told those in attendance BTVI will play a pivotal role in changing the status quo of energy. For far too long, high prices and unreliably, unreliability have hurt the human families and businesses, undermining our progress and our prosperity. The exciting thing about energy reform is that along the substantial benefits that go along with, go along with creating cleaner, more affordable, and more reliable energy, we can also create significant new opportunities for Bahamians. Funding for the initiative coming from the Ministry of Finance in conjunction with the European Union and Inter-American Development Bank. IDB representative for the Bahamas, Daniela Marquis, says the program is one of their most important accomplishments. If, if I understood correctly, it is going to benefit between 65 and 70 people over the next 12 uh, months. Uh, that's, that's real change, that's real, that's real um, development. So I congratulate you all on, on for this. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as U.S. President Joe Biden vows to respond to an attack in the Middle East that killed three U.S. soldiers. Plus, CCTV footage captures mass gunmen who attack a church in Istanbul early Sunday. And the critical initiative to combat rising gun violence launched in Anguilla. The story, when our news returns. No, my first name ain't baby. It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you nasty. Janet Jackson presents Together Again. A celebration of hits plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We have invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. When the world bid a final farewell to Britain's longest reigning monarch, we were there. A moment of global solemnity that won't soon be forgotten. And when it was time to crown a new king in the first coronation in 50 years, our news was there to the end. 
These stories shape our view of the world, a view that goes beyond our borders, because our news is all around us. This is our story. This is our news. Always there when it counts. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. In response to a weekend attack near the Syrian border that claimed the lives of three U.S. service members, U.S. President Joe Biden affirmed during a South Carolina campaign event, we shall respond and called for a moment of silence. The assault carried out by Iran-backed militant groups involved an unmanned aerial drone, leaving dozens wounded, at least 34 personnel under evaluation for possible traumatic brain injury. A spokesperson for Jordan's government said the attack was not on Jordanian soil. I want to point out that uh, we had a tough day last night in the Middle East. We lost three brave souls in an attack on one of our base. Two masked gunmen fatally shot a person during an early Sunday morning service at Istanbul's Santa Maria Catholic Church, according to Interior Minister Ali Yerlikaya. CCTV footage from the church confirmed the details matching the date and timestamp provided by Yerlikaya. He has since assured authorities are actively pursuing the assailants. The governor says the victim, a Turkish national, was the sole target and no one else was harmed. The motive behind the attack remains unclear. A man was arrested in Mexico for opening an airplane's emergency door and walking onto the wing. The recent incident followed hours of delay on the tarmac at Mexico International Airport. The plane en route from Mexico City to Guatemala was without air conditioning or water for hours. Airport officials confirmed no harm had been caused as fellow passengers expressed support in a handwritten note posted on social media with some saying he acted for everyone's protection. Visitors in Paris's Louvre Museum were angry and confused after two climate activists hurled soup at the protective glass in front of the world-famous Mona Lisa painting on Sunday. The protest aimed to spotlight environmental concerns. Recent years have seen art targeted to raise awareness. In May 2022, the Mona Lisa glass was covered in cream, and in October, soup was thrown at Van Gogh's sunflowers in London. It's disgusting to treat art that's really valuable for the history of humankind that way. TikTok reducing its workforce in the advertising and sales unit, cutting jobs in the latest round of tech industry layoffs this year. The Beijing-based ByteDance-owned platform with over 150 million U.S. users cites no specific reason for the cuts. The move follows similar job productions at major tech companies, including Amazon-owned Twitch and Discord, as the industry grapples with cost-saving measures, collectively shedding over 10,000 jobs in the current year. And in a standout fourth quarter, Netflix exceeded Wall Street expectations by adding a record-breaking 13.1 million subscribers, driven by hits like The Crown and The Killer. 
reporting a revenue of $8.8 billion, surpassing forecasts. Netflix says it anticipates robust double-digit growth in 2024 and attributes its success to compelling intellectual properties, diverse content, and expansion into areas like gaming. With a total of 260 million subscribers, the streaming giant stock soared by 8.3% in after-hour trading, marking a 65% gain in 2023. And from Anguilla, a critical initiative to combat rising gun violence has been launched, giving residents two weeks to turn in illegal guns and ammunition. The Stop the Guns campaign launched on Friday urges residents to surrender illegal firearms and ammunition to the Valley Police Station from January 29th to February 11th, day or night. The gun amnesty law signed by the governor means no questions will be asked. However, authorities say after February 12th, strict penalties, including mandatory prison sentences, will be enforced. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was January 29th. Then in our news at 7.30, the life sentence for a man convicted of killing Marco Archer's brother. And the latest in government's aggressive demolition exercise, 10 structures demolished in Abaco. The story when our news returns. No, my first name ain't baby, it's Janet, Miss Jackson if you miss me. Janet Jackson presents Together Again, a celebration of hits plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. This is Janet's marketing team, and today we hosted our annual Christmas giveaway where we gave out toys and food to the community. And today, I would say it was an eventful day. Just to see thousands of cars lined up just to get a plate of food and put smiles on a lot of children's faces. On behalf of, of Jarrell Investments, we want to say you. thank you. And wish, wish you a merry, 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 very Christmas. And a happy, happy new, year. new Year. See you all next year. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was January 29th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1958, the Bahamas General Strike concluded. Led by the Bahamas Taxicab Union, the Bahamas Federation of Labor, and the Progressive Liberal Party, the strike originated on January 13th. It aimed to address grievances of taxi drivers against government's exclusive rights grant to white-owned tour companies at Nassau International Airport. Then in 1970, Dexter Ryan Cambridge, a former NBA player, was born in Eleuthera. Standing 6 feet 8 inches tall, he played for the Dallas Mavericks in the 1992 NBA draft after attending University of Texas at Austin. In 2016... The Bahamas secured hosting rights for the 6th Commonwealth Youth Games, scheduled for July 19th through 23, 2017 in Nassau. The event featured over 1,000 athletes aged 14 through 18 competing in seven disciplines, including judo for the first time in Commonwealth Youth Games history. And in 2021, 
A fire shut down portions of Bay Street. Firefighters were busy this afternoon extinguishing a blaze that destroyed an abandoned building in downtown Nassau. Police were on the scene and provided these details. Sometime around 3.26 p.m. on Friday, 29th, January 2001, the fire department received a call of a building fire, Bay Street. As a result of this call, the fire department responded with three fire appliance, eight officers, where we met a two-story stone structure engulfed with flame. Uh, the fire was attacked, controlled, and later extinguished, uh, resulting in damages to that building only. When our news arrived on the scene, smoke blanketed parts of Bay Street. Police partially blocked off the areas as firefighters worked to extinguish the blaze. Despite initial reports from police, officers on the scene could not confirm that human remains were found inside the building. While no one appeared to be injured, the blaze roasted these vehicles that were parked against the building. One of them belonged to Scotiabank employee Marcia Gibson. I was nervous at first because I was trying to get a full worker to come and get a car for me. And uh, we ran down the street and couldn't get any further, but you know, it's a material thing, so I'm okay for now. Rotary International, Toastmasters, and the Organization for Responsible Governance, or ORG, are partnering to host the second Rotary Debate Competition. Students affiliated with Rotary's Youth on Interact will compete for prizes as they debate topics such as finance, climate change, and crime. St. Augustine's College Interact Club Vice President Jordan Roll shares her experience from the first edition held virtually. Last year, I was a bit nervous going into the competition, but I did my best, and I played a role in my team. So this year, I hope to, you know, better my public speaking skills and share my thoughts on issues that are going on in our country. Leonardo Burroughs, who represents Toastmasters and the Public Speaking Authority, encouraging everyone, including corporate Bahamas, to partner with them. Rotary International will be glad to receive any form of donation that could help enhance this competition and the partnerships will be well received. In addition to that, persons who want to chime in in a week, we will utilize the social media platforms of Rotary so that we can broadcast the competitions. All right, if you want to see that story again and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. It's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia, I had a quick question before I hand it over to you. Sure. Were you ever on the debate team? No, I was not. Were you? You, I was. you look I like was. you look like someone that was, I was a part on of the it. debate team. Yeah, um, no, I, I I wasn't. I was the one in class you can call on to read all the time, but no. Yeah. I wasn't a part of the debate team. All right. Yeah. It, debate was fun. It yeah? was fun as we what learned all of it? the idiosyncrasies of okay. public speaking, but more than that, um, it was it was always a challenge to get yeah. in front of everybody to make your point, you know. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what they're going to say about climate change, finance in particular. Um, so yeah, so maybe we make it a thing. All right. Okay. Thanks so much, Ken. Well, the life sentence for a man convicted of killing Marco Archer's brother and the latest in government's aggressive demolition exercise. Here are your latest headlines. First tonight on our news, live at 7.30, a devastating loss. A mother sharing her story following the tragic killing of her son. Also, the state of crime now grabbing international headlines. But our government officials concerned 
We'll have those answers for you and more coming up tonight on our news. Plus, Kenya's highest court ruling that their police officers will not be deployed to Haiti. The national security minister is weighing in. And later, the Bahamas making a major comeback since the COVID-19 pandemic. The central bank governor sharing the reason behind the country's economic success. The story when our news live at 7.30 returns. Golfers from across the globe swung into high gear to compete at the Great Abaco Classic. In attendance was Parliamentary Secretary, the Honorable John Pinder, who shared his highlights of this year's tournament in the Abacos. The Great Abaco Classic Corn Ferry Tour is one of those must-attend events. It's absolutely beautiful out here. One of the best courses in the world. Uh, some of the best players. The a- athleticism th- this year has been tremendous. We've had a little bit of uh, wind blowing off the ocean, salt air in your face, and they are doing amazing. The uh, team here at the, at the Abaco Club and, and the PGA team and BD Globals really put on a world-renowned event. Um, our team tourism partners with groups like this to put on events um, like this to showcase what the Bahamas has to offer. We're not only sun, sand, and sea, but we are sports. We are world-class sports. And events like this showcases the places where athletes can come compete for some good money, some great prizes at Corn Ferry Tour, or come down with your family and friends and just enjoy and play around a golf right here at the Albuquerque Club. So over 400 players, family members, and groups come in for this particular event. They tell their friends, and their friends tell their friends, and the residuals, vacationers that come down here because of this event is is tremendous. Not only that, but it creates a great economic impact for the people of Abaco and for the people in Exuma. Um, we had their tour just, just last week. And it, it's more than just playing golf. It really is a special event that brings economic impacts, money in people's pockets, and smiles on people's faces as they play golf, spend their time, and dream about their next vacation right down here to the Bahamas. For more tourism updates, visit Tourism Today or Bahamas.com. I'm Joshua Robbins, and this is Tourism Today. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Italia Hall. The mother of one of the country's recent murder victims is speaking out. Days after her son was killed just feet away from her home, she says the loss is devastating. Joshua Williams reports. He was my love. He was my heart. He was my all and all. Lorraine Lang Morley is the mother of Eric Morley Jr., a 21-year-old whose tragic death was captured in a viral video. He was shot and killed in a brazen daylight incident just steps away from their home on Sunday, January 21st. The 21-year-old, who lives and works on Ocean Key, was in town to attend his brother's funeral. He was also gunned down just two weeks earlier. Lang recalls her last moments with her son. Me and him, they just come from church. He's a church boy. He on the camera, on the media, everything. However, she admits her son had some challenges and was trying to turn his life around. My son wasn't a bad person. He loses daddy like 12 years ago, and he never get over it. You know, it's hard to lose a father because they were close. He had his challenges. He'd been through some little things, but he never went to jail. 
He never had no charges. He's not known to the police. He had no record. The grieving mom made this plea to other mothers who have kids heading down the wrong path. We, some of us as mothers, we don't pay no attention to our young boys so where they can find love in the streets, okay, in the gang. Because you know the gang, they can pump them, buy them this, give them that. You understand what I mean? We, when we as mother wouldn't pay attention to them. So that's what we have to do. Love our sons. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks for that, Joshua. The United States Embassy's security alert grabbing international headlines as major networks and a British tabloid focus on the country's crime issues. But how does the nation's leader and a U.K. diplomat feel about the bad press? Joshua Williams reports again. The U.S. Department of State issuing a level two advisory warning Americans about traveling to the Bahamas after an uptick in violent crime. That was just one of several news stories carried on major news networks like NBC Nightly News and South Florida's WSVN 7 News. The U.S. Department of State issuing a level two advisory on Friday, urging its citizens to exercise increased caution as a result of a crime uptick. It also came days after the U.S. Embassy in Nassau issued a security alert, highlighting murders and gang violence that have rocked the nation. This morning, Prime Minister Philip Davis expressed disappointment in how the message was communicated. I would have wished that they did not put it the way they did, but how could I stop them from doing it? And sometimes these, the message, the way it's couched, uh, sends shockwaves amongst our citizenry, but they need not to worry. The Prime Minister adding the U.S. is doing what any country would. Travel alerts are subjective to the country that issue. We issue travel alerts as well, warning our citizens about countries where we feel that they could be a danger, be, be at risk. And the, and, it, and the advisory is primarily just to be careful with, about, about your surroundings. Each country has the duty to tell their, children, their, their citizens about, about matters that are of concern to them. Director for Communications in the office of the Prime Minister, Latre Ramming, also calling out the Daily Mail for an article falsely attributing an incident to the Bahamas that happened in Trinidad and Tobago. We believe that that in itself would have probably contributed to the spiral of news that's now circling globally. Uh, the uh, Office of the Prime Minister is working along with all our stakeholders, both uh, domestically and internationally, to ensure that uh, we have the right message uh, for the Bahamas. The British High Commission in Nassau is also expressing concern. Despite this, British High Commissioner to the Bahamas, Tom Hartley, says the country is still an ideal place to visit. We think if tourists can make the sensible precautions they do in any major city, that they will uh, mostly have a, a safe trip to, uh, to the Bahamas like they would do in, in any country. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks for that, Joshua. A man with a criminal history that spans three decades will spend the rest of his life in prison. Justice Franklin Williams Casey handed down the life sentence to 54-year-old Franklin Edgecombe for the December 11, 2018 murder of Rico Archer. Edgecombe did not show any visible reaction after learning his fate. Outside the court, however, he said there was a lot of unfairness involved in the matter. A jury unanimously found that Edgecombe fired at Archer while chasing him on North Street in Mason's addition. Edgecombe allegedly stood over Archer and pumped more bullets into him once he fell to the ground. Now the Archer family is no stranger to tragedy. This is Rico's younger brother, 11-year-old Marco Archer, was kidnapped and murdered in 2011. With the National Insurance Board rate expected to increase on July 1st, the minister responsible, Alfred Serres, says it's a process that will involve all stakeholders. Contribution rates are currently 5.9% for employers and 3.9% for employees. Our news understands that the rate will be raised by 1.5%. Serres gave this update to reporters today. 
NIB is developing a rollout plan. They will be presenting it to me and I will make my input um, shortly and we will announce it uh, to you and all of the stakeholders will be engaged in the process. Ten structures in two Abaco shanty towns have been demolished and more will be torn down. Minister of Works and Family Island Affairs Clay Sweden giving an update today, days after a town hall meeting was held on that island. On Friday, uh, I think ten homes were uh, were demolished, ten structures are not homes that were built since um, we did our first assessment. Also, we removed uh, generators that were powering uh, both locations, which is an environmental health hazard as well as dangerous in regards to um, electricity, um, how the math is how it was wired and connected to the other homes. So four um, generators were removed on the first day and I think five the second day. While government's push to demolish shantytowns in Abaco comes after structures in the Cool Acres and all Saints Way shantytowns of New Providence were destroyed. A special task force traveled to Abaco last week and officials say 95 eviction notices were posted giving residents of the illegal structures 28 days notice to get out. Sweeting says the proper procedures are being followed. On uh, Wednesday and Thursday, um, the team visited uh, two uh, shanty towns there, where they produced notice 28-day notices for the residents of homes who were not built under the Building um, Control Act to either provide proof or um, demolish their own homes. If not, after 28 days, uh, we'll ensure that the homes are demolished. All right. Well, make sure you stay warm tonight as temperatures are in the upper 60s. Wondering what else we can expect? Well, meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, it's chilly outside. Yeah, it is chilly and it is windy, so it's making it feel a lot cooler. And we're going to continue that trend throughout the, well, the majority of the week. But tonight is going to feel a lot cooler because of the breezes. They are going to fall off, though, but temperatures will stay rather on the uh, on normal side. It's 68 degrees, few clouds, and it is breezy north-northwest winds at 40 miles per hour, and they are gusting higher times, and it's making it feel like 60. You guys up in Grand Bahama, you guys are going to start to see those upper 50s possible tonight, mostly 60s across the uh, remainder of the chain of islands. High pressure's in charge, front of boundary down near the southeast Bahamas, exiting the area, not much in terms of any weather with that. But we will continue this trend. There is another front expected or what we call a reinforcing shot of cool air that's going to come through on Wednesday. So temperatures will stay in the 70s for the week and 60s at night during the nighttime. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. So look at your extended forecast. Similar. Still to come on our news, Kenyan police officers will not be deployed to Haiti according to a recent ruling by the country's highest court. The National Security Minister speaks. Also, sustainable energy, the focus of an initiative spearheaded by the Ministry of Energy and Transport. Plus, some good news for the Bahamas. This as the country's economy has recovered beyond its pre-pandemic levels in 2023. The central bank governor gives more insight when our news continues. It has the looks, the style, the performance. Your new car is everything you always dreamed of. Now it's here. Commonwealth Bank was happy to help put you behind the wheel with a new car loan at a competitive rate and fast, friendly approval. It's a service that just comes naturally to us, just like how love of tradition comes naturally to you. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. 
Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. Visit your nearest Shell station. Open the app, scan the Pumps QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal Smart Pass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal Smart Pass now and fuel up faster today. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. For 38 years, Struckum Commercial Pest Services has provided trained certified technicians while using environmentally safe industry standard products. Pests can devastate your business. Together, we will ensure adequate sanitation standards and safe pest exclusion methods. Uncontrolled pest problems lead to significant financial loss due to food contamination, business disruption, and stock waste. Struckum provides detailed solutions protecting your business and reputation. Struckum number one in pest control services. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park, and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Kenya's highest court knocking down the decision to deploy police officers to be a part of a multinational security force to Haiti. The question now, how will the Bahamas be impacted by this decision? The National Security Minister is responding. The Kenyan state can provide police officers to any state that it has an agreement with. So how they resolve their issue would be a matter for them. The Bahamas has committed to providing up to 150 military personnel as a part of a multinational security effort to restore law and order in Haiti. But earlier this month, the Kenyan court ruled against Nairobi's plan to deploy police officers to support the troubled island nation security forces. The ruling has thrown into doubt the future of a UN-backed multinational force being sent to Haiti. Kenya's government had previously said it was ready to provide up to 1,000 personnel, an offer welcomed by the United States and other nations that had ruled out putting their own forces on the ground. In a statement, the Kenyan government said while they respect the ruling, they plan to challenge the decision. National Security Minister Wayne Monroe. One or two things will happen. Either the Kenyans will be successful in, in either overturning their court's decision or satisfying their courts that it does have an agreement with Haiti. And if it does hasn't have an agreement with Haiti, then of course its court says it can deploy there. Or they could decide to deploy soldiers instead of police officers. He says they anticipate the mission will be led by Kenya. Let's say Kenya is unable to um, satisfy the requirements of its court. And then they would have to look for somebody else to lead it. We have not committed to lead the multinational security 
um, for us. He says if action isn't taken to assist in de-escalating the situation in Haiti, conditions will likely continue to deteriorate. So if things deteriorate much worse so that a lot of them take the disease, we may find ourselves having to deploy further south. While the quest for sustainable energy, that's government's goal as the Ministry of Energy and Transport launches his request for proposal for New Providence New Energy Generation. The Davis administration has been laser focused when it comes to climate change and renewables since they came to office, with the goal of having 30% of energy coming from renewable sources by 2030. Energy and Transport Minister Jobat Colby Davis says the goal is to create more independence in energy generation, utilizing clean fuels and renewable. This RFP represents a historic opportunity for the Bahamas to lead in sustainable energy generation, reduce carbon emissions, and secure a brighter future for its citizens. With this RFP, the government is working alongside Bahamas Power and Light Company to explore responsible energy generation and usage within the domestic energy sector with this major and unprecedented RFP. Prime Minister Philip Davis says these energy reforms represent a turning point for the country. Today, we are taking a very big step forward with an RFP for significant solar energy infrastructure up to 100, up to 100 megawatts in New Providence. This request for proposal is a very important component of our larger reforms of the energy sector, which feature massive investments and upgrades in how we generate, store energy. The Bahamian economy has recovered beyond its pre-pandemic levels in 2023, and that means more jobs, more money, and a lower deficit. According to Central Bank Governor John Roll, it's linked to gains in the tourism industry and sustained foreign, foreign investments. And here's some more good news. Roll also revealing the inflation rate ease thanks to reduced price pressures on imported, go imported goods and services. With private sector demand more strengthened, and government borrowing operations shifted more towards local currency financing, the central bank's external reserves decreased moderately in line with what was expected, and liquidity in the banking sector rose at a more moderate pace. Lending to the private sector also expanded further, halting a decade of steady contraction noted before this point. While the debt servicing capacity of private borrowers was further improved, Role adding that despite the positive outlook for 2024, the economy is still vulnerable. Downside risks continue to be posed from potential headwinds to tourism if international central banks' efforts become more drawn out in their fight against inflation. In addition, both travel demand and imported inflation remain vulnerable to the harmful effects of the wars in Europe and the Middle East. It's now time for tonight's Financial Market Minute. Brought to you by RF, your local investment bank. This 
This has been your Financial Market Minute. To explore the best-performing mutual funds in the Bahamas, visit our website at www.rfgroup.com. We had a record-breaking weekend on the track, and there was some boxing action in Grand Bahama. Hold tight, our sports is up next. Plus, cooler temperatures in the capital on this Monday, and it appears as if these weather conditions are here to stay for the rest of the work week. Greg is back with more weather details right after this quick break. Stay with us. Over a decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long. Yet, the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hardworking team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. field to the fresh market. You will find fresh, delicious, mouth-watering produce and meat. Discover organic, specialty, and healthy grocery products for everyday cooking. Your adventure awaits. Experience the fresh escape. Sign up today for My Solomon Smart Rewards at Solomon's Fresh Market. Marketing team, and today we hosted our annual Christmas giveaway where we gave out toys and food to the community. And today, I would say it was an eventful day just to see thousands of cars lined up just to get a plate of food and put smiles on a lot of children's faces. On behalf, on behalf of, of Jarrell Investments, we want to thank say you. thank you and wish, wish you a merry, 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 very Christmas and a happy, happy new, year. new year. See you all next year. As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground beef, 1 pound, 399. Beef short ribs, 499 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. How is your day going? In a word, busy. 6 a.m. gym, 7 a.m. breakfast, 8 a.m. drop the kids to school, 9 to 3 back-to-back meetings with working lunch, of course, 4 p.m. pick up the kids, 4.15 dog groomer. Oh, but that reminds me, oh dear. Is something wrong? Yeah, I double booked my 6 p.m. charity committee versus helping out at the kids' ballet. Oh, it's a tough one. I promise the kids. Which one are you going to reschedule? Neither. Divide and conquer. My husband can handle his own on the dance floor. It's a good thing your money's been just as busy. RF, keeping your money busy with investment products and services that match your needs. This is our news. Welcome back. A couple track and field records fall over the weekend and boxing returns to Grand Bahama. Here's Tej Adderley with a check on sports. Tej? Thanks, Natalia. Good evening. It's Monday, and I'm Tage Adderley here with the new week of sports. This past weekend was a big one for Bahamian track and field athletes as a couple records fell. Let's see which ones. 
Sprinter William McCoy of the University of Florida set a new record, finishing the 200-meter indoor in a time of 20.46 seconds at the Razorback Invitation of Fayetteville, Arkansas, breaking Demetrius Pender's 12-year-old record. UB alum Ken Mullings also set a national record and a world lead, scoring 6,340 points at the Illini Challenge in Champaign, Illinois, breaking the previous record that he set. Anthony Strawn also made some noise over the weekend, winning the 60 meters indoor in a time of 7.21 seconds at the Astana Indoor Meet in Kazakhstan. Now we're going to head up north where some young Bahamians showed out in the ring. Young boxers, some as young as 15, took to the ring in Grand Bahama during the National Pride Boxing event. Boxing legends Sherman the Tank Williams and Floyd Seymour were also honored. I'm happy to be here to support this venture with the kids. When we look at what's going on in the nation today, I think this is appropriate time and we need the leaders to really get on board and be serious about supporting these kids. Thank the kids, thank the parents. Like I say, hopefully in the near future we'll have this whole area filled up with people. As far as the fights themselves, in the first match, N Nilon Bartlett beat Shinari Bethel. In match two, Amari Allen beat Kendrick Williams on a split decision. Josiah Smith beat Jariah Francois in the third fight. Cordero Henfield beat Latavian Adderley in the fourth. And Keanu Cox beat Troy Hodges by split decision in the finale. Boxing Federation Chair Fred Sturb says this is only the beginning. We expect a lot of young kids to get exposure. And hopefully we can assist them in getting more events so that at some point in time, perhaps another year or two, maybe two years, we get the amateur boxing program back to where it used to be. And congratulations to the organizers and especially to the athletes for a successful boxing event. That's all the sports we have for today. I'm Tia Jadley. Still ahead on our news tonight, temperatures in the upper 60s on this Monday. Craig is back with your extended weather when our news continues. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. Hospitals reimagine primary care. We have invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. 
Welcome back to our news. Extremely cool temperatures outside the our news studios this evening to start off the work week. Greg is back in the Weather Center live with your extended forecast. Greg, it's really cool. I know you said in Freeport they should start feeling some temperatures in the 50s? Possibly upper 50s. Um, oh. South Florida is going for low 50s. Some of that cold air mass is moving across the Northern Island. So I expect Grand Bahama to be near the 60 degree mark, maybe even 58 uh, early in the morning. Here in the capital and for the rest of the islands, we're looking for some low to mid 60s. And I know you guys up in Freeport, y'all like to brag about your cold weather. So. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> you can keep some it. of that, but send some of it our way too. You know, but it's expected to remain cool, unseasonably cool for the next several days as a, <clears throat> excuse me, high pressure remains in charge. That high is going to slide out. The high is actually creating some very windy conditions today that will fall off tomorrow. But there's a disturbance that's going to be moving across the uh, South Florida area, and that's going to trigger another front coming across. Of course, uh, that dry air mass is in place, and that dry air mass will continue to keep rain showers or any rainfall at bay, and we're not looking for any significant uh, um, precipitation. Uh, some clouds, few, but uh, we do have some high-level moisture out of the Gulf of Mexico that's going to be moving across, so we can see some high-level clouds moving across us for the balance of the week. But as I mentioned, that uh, low-temperature regime, that's going to stay in place. Frontal boundary near the southeast Bahamas will exit our area late tonight, and that high-pressure system will remain in charge, keeping us breezy. But it will slide out, and as I mentioned, the disturbance in the upper levels will trigger a low-pressure system across the South Carolina area, and a front will move through, reinforcing short of cool air. And, of course, we expect uh, those uh, temperatures in the 70s to continue. Boating is a challenge for the next 12, 24 hours, but it's expected to come down. Small craft caution is in effect. Your winds will be out of the north and northeast at 10 to 15 knots. They are 15 to 20 knots tonight. Seas 2 to 4 feet, but they will be subsiding. Um, but uh, along the Atlantic exposures, we expect some swells, so six, up to 6 feet in northeasterly swells. High tide is at 1022 tonight, your low tide at 428 in the morning. For the southeast Bahamas, caution flag in place for you guys as well, but stiffer winds, northerly at 50 to 20 knots, seas will be running 4 to 7 feet in some northerly swells. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, beautiful conditions expected for the remainder of the week. Of course, as I mentioned, a frontal boundary expected nearby Wednesday, Thursday time frame. We'll bump the temperatures up just a tad. But look at those temperatures back on Friday into the 70s, low 70s. Nighttime temperatures will be in the 60s. And of course, you guys up there in Freeport, you like to keep the cold weather, you're going to have some 50s expected throughout oh, wow. the period. So. I see 64, 62, and then we start to warm back up on Monday. Yeah. So these temperatures will stick with us throughout the week for the most they, part. They should. They should stick with us. So this is going to be an unusually cool week. week. All right, and I heard so. somebody in my ear asking about the fronts. So I'm going to leave that one right there. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Greg. And thank you for joining us for our news tonight. If you missed any of today's top stories, be sure and head over to ournews.bs. Remember, you can share your favorites right from the Our News Bahamas Facebook page. And if you're on TikTok, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a DM. That's direct message on any of the trends or stories you'd like us to follow. Well, on behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening. Thank you.